Hey guys, this is Billy with King Oil & Co. This is Sam Ace Things with Sam Sauce. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. What's up, boys? What's up, y'all? Where the hell's my background? Oh, what happened to my camera? Uh, uh, Sorry, you're in my basement with me? So, custom bandanas just rolled in a couple days ago. Pretty fucking stoked. Oh, shoot, I didn't realize. So the black ones have, like, my main image right on the front, too. But uh, they're, like, completely, like, polyester, like, athletic uh, fabric. It's, they're sweet. Looking good, dude. They look really good, actually. Okay, I need to get me one so that I can go running with it. <laughs> awesome, dude. Same here, homeboys. So, we're having Roddy on for the second time. We're super excited to have you back, my brother. Welcome back, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, really glad to have you again, buddy. This is like Sorry a good running... time. Yeah, thanks, man. I've been listening to the episodes of the podcast. Like this had this is my in my top five five list of podcasts right now. Like amazing content, you guys. Let's go. That's what we love to hear. We love to hear that. Actually, that's pretty awesome. It is growing little by little, which is the point. Try to get everybody in. Again, the whole point of this is just like to bring awareness to our customers or whoever has been on our Instagram pages, websites, wherever, to know kind of like what we go through, um, like just like as us as business owners or sauce makers, whatever it is you want to go by, and to kind of like, you know, be more connected to our customer base besides just posting a few pictures and stories every now and then, which is cool too. So started or we ended last time we talked to Roddy about how we took it from kind of making sauce for the homies and then they asked him to make it into like you know starting to make more of it and he was like shoot might as well make it an actual thing now so this time Roddy we want to get into you know what's past that for you now and where your brand could is potentially going to be heading to but first we hear you have a very excited or a very new drop that you might have can we see what you got and I just was on his Instagram, and um, I don't know how good this is going to do for you, because it looks like that shit is launching off the shelves already. It is. So, well, yeah, what do we got first here? First of all, thank you for having me back. Again, I love you guys. Love being here. This is amazing. Um, and here we have a Batch 002 of La Muerte, which, honestly, so I was going through one of my planners from last year, and... La Muerte was the very first recipe that I came up with when I decided that I wanted to make hot sauce. So this is like a very special baby to me. It's my Carolina Reaper hot sauce. It has Carolina Reapers, red habaneros, orange habaneros, uh, a couple other stuff in there. It's fruity, herbal, What else is in it? Icy, like, can you delicious. give like exact specifics, like, like weights, ratios? So it has, you know, 16 <laughs> ounces of... <laughs> I'm kidding. Sam... Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I need that recipe to sell that sauce. Yeah, sauce. no, it's, it's, it's never worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I this one I make from a very like limited you know release because I grow these peppers. I have a house in the city in Philadelphia. It's not a big house. I don't have a big yard, so I have twenty four plants in the yard right now, and about four of them keep constantly giving me peppers. Awesome. But the ones that I've collected so far only gave me enough for one hundred and eight bottles. For the very like the pre-order batch that i wanted to like bring to like the website and stuff and then people were like hey can you bring it to the markets too 
And I was like, yeah, I'll bring a couple. <laughs> and I sold out almost like all, all of them. I have 19 bottles left. Are you able weekend. to make more at all this year? Yes. So I have more pepper still like ripening, hoping Fantastic. that the weather is very forgiving. Uh, you know, with the first frost coming up really soon, I'm hoping that I can harvest a lot of peppers before then. And I actually recruited. I had to like go out of my way and, you know, uh, and give up a little bit of that pride of like, oh, I grow these peppers and actually recruit farms that I know. You got a lot of farmers like right around you, you you spoke about, which is a fantastic source. I mean, you're helping the farmers that in turn help you. I think that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right now I have three farms literally harvesting reapers for me. Holy Uh, crap. One of them, I went to pick up peppers. They're like, oh, we have a little bit of peppers for you. Like, you know, we're sorry the harvest is not that great. And they had 10 pounds of Carolina reapers freshly picked that morning and i was like you call this a little bit like this is well we're like, little guys so billy yeah. i mean like i don't know i mean i'm sure you're dealing with more oils and dried spices 10 pounds of carolina reapers i could probably bang out oh god upwards of like a thousand bottles of like repality i mean that's massive it's not a sauce that only uses carolina reapers <laughs> But that's that's some serious baggage. But I mean, we're little guys, so imagine those big buyers that yeah, are buying insane. fifty to a hundred pounds probably scoff at ten pounds. Ten pounds is a fuck ton for us. Yeah, actually, yeah. for my for my Carolina Reaper sauce, um, the ten pounds, there is about a pound of Reapers for every I want to say, like every ninety bottles or so. Yeah, because so, it's yeah. a flavorful sauce. It's not just burn your fucking face off yeah i know you've had it before you i sent you a little tiny bottle yeah she's she's good she's a, she's a real one awesome well, cl- man clearly by the way it's flying off your shelf like he put dude did you see his instagram <laughs> post today sam he put a when he put the other day he was like buy one or buy nine and he was like oh shit people really bought nine at a time I was like that's insane like that speaks and to we it. people <laughs> That's we just spoke about this last night about like what we would speak to you about. The first is like let's let's have him really throw out La Muerta, and I'm like, well, shit, he he's good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, hey, ask away. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love you. Have any questions that I can answer to give this some kind of like structure? Um, but I I feel like it's doing so good because I started my markets in March of this year, and every market, I feel like for the first market, I had like two or three bottles of La Muerta. People bought it. They loved it. And they're like, when can we get more? And I'm like, well, I'm planting my own peppers. I need to grow them, harvest them, care for them, and then make sauce in like October. So I've been talking about this sauce the entire summer. So everyone, thousands of people that I've talked to, not saying that I'm getting a thousand orders, but thousands of people that I've talked to always go like, oh, let me know when it's ready. Let me know when it's ready. And I've been collect- I've been doing really good with collecting emails from people on my markets and actually starting a newsletter through my website. So when I had the hundred, the hundred bottles, I was like, let me put these hundred bottles on the website and just make pre-orders. So the bottle is $15 and I put the pre, if you pre-order it, you get a 15% discount coming to like 12, 75, 12, 50, whatever it is. Um, and I sent out an email and I have like 239 people in my subscriber, in my subscribers list and, uh, through my website and immediately. People started like ding, 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 buy sauce. And I was like, whoa, this is nuts. Like the feeling of like, like no one reads my newsletters. Why would you? <laughs> but like <laughs> this time, it feels like people actually did. And I had a bunch of reoccurring customers who came into the website and bought other stuff because, like, oh, they got an email from me and they bought sauce immediately. Um, and people who actually took the 
buy one or buy nine very serious. And two people bought nine bottles of La Muerte at once. Two and other guys was bought that person six. familiar with it before, though, I imagine? One of them is. The other one I've never met. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So they trust when, you, man. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, that that's is good. a good thing. Um, and it's not even like a retailer. It's a, a for personal consumption. That's so awesome. great. Heavy. I, mean, oh, yeah, I mean, what else do you buy nine of at one time? I mean, I mean, it's literally. I can't think of anything. I even buy like five or six of at a time. Even if it like uh, drops, like even if something drops, like shoes, shirts, clothes, whatever it is you want to say, like you never buy nothing. I will. I want to break into that. I so I do this like I go through the periods of life where I want to be very minimal mm -hmm. with my lifestyle. So if I find one shirt that I like, if it's black or gray, I, see, I will I buy see. ten or fifteen of it and wear that every day for like a year. That's different though. Like I, I can see how that's kind of different because like. You're gonna keep those for a long time, like a year. Like I mean, those nine bottles. Yeah. I mean, they might pass it to their homies in four or five months. They're it's gone out the window, and like you're like, oh, another like fucking newsletter, and here comes another ten homies or something. My personal one is almost down to the bottom already. Like this is from last Monday. The great set. Okay, so that's something else I, that I love to even bring up. Like, what do you tend to use it for? I mean, are you really specific? What What have you used it for? I mean, what it goes well with? Um, yeah. Oh shit! I made some park up. So I had like 10 minutes of cook before getting on here. That's why I was like a minute late. <laughs> and I diced some pork chop. I threw some like uh, pieces, soy sauce in it, some other seasonings. I threw some garlic, some herbs and stuff. I threw it in the pan. I seared it. I crunched it up real quick, threw it in a tortilla, put some crema mexicana, which sour cream, regular sour cream is trash. But this Mexican sour cream is delicious. It's true you. crema. Fuck yeah. Love it. Let's go. Um, and then just put some of muerte on it, baby. Like I'm putting it on everything. Eggs in the morning, melting my face off first thing in the morning is amazing. Uh, my lunch, tacos, ramen, soup, everything. Like rice, it's great, dude. I'm sure that's common for you too, Billy. And people are just like, what do you use your chili oil yes. with? I'm, I just say like the world. I mean, it's just yeah. I was I was about to say that. Like I, the first two things I always say is like uh, like pizza, and then I say ice cream right away. Because when I say ice cream, I'm like yeah. what? And they're thrown off, and like they're more interested, but like. And what can't you really put like hot sauce or like a good like condiment on? Think about it. Like that's what makes it like really good, right? Like super versatile. Like it's really good. It sells nine at a time. Pretty. pretty Dude, awesome. that's that's a huge. That's success, really cool. Man. Man. When when I saw that, I was like, yeah. oh shit! Like it actually worked. That's that's so awesome, dude. <laughs> like like look at how that works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, the pre-orders are not even done. I'm running it until the thirtieth, and like stuff's shipping out on the first. So people still have two days more to get 15% off per, per bottle. That's so, the way to do it. I like to give that benefit back to the customer, especially the people that, that want it. I mean, they get it. So it's like, yeah, discount. Absolutely. They want it. Um, if you yeah. want something, um, yeah, go out and get it. Get it now. Um, yeah. yeah. The, the, the cool thing about, like, people like us that make, like, you know, craft or, like, you know, stuff they're passionate about, like, it's worth every penny and more. Like, it really is, right? Because, like, he's, like... The way he's talking about it, like, right, Sam, he's super passionate. Like, he grows, you know, three different farmers. You know, he's bottling every single one. He's, you know, grabbing emails at the market while trying to sell and setting up. So it's like, it, and all that goes into the bottle. Like, I know it sounds corny, but, like, you can really, like, tell all that, like, care and stuff that like, goes, in, like, goes into it as well, which is pretty cool, man. But we're glad to when see I bottled, When I bottled the first bottle of this batch of La Muerte, I swear to you, I got emotional and teary-eyed. <laughs> It, it was that good. Like, it is, there make a is, little noise. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> there is this connection. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I didn't mean that. I mean, I just annoyed. I didn't bust out of the walls to do that, you know? <laughs> bust like, out of the ceiling and run around. <laughs> it's, it's like if you ask karate, like, like, what's more important, the birth of his kids or the, the first drop of the muerte? He's like, I don't know. It's a hard one. You're like, what? Yeah, come on, I gotta cover her ears. Yeah, it's like, ah, that's a hard one, kids. Depends but on I think so, so the muerte sounds fucking awesome. Uh, the next thing, Billy, that I wanted to speak about is when we said last time we spoke to you, um, you essentially had the keys in your hand to get into your office. Um, so, I mean, hobby to now, I mean, what has that been like? What's it like? I mean, we don't have our own like office space. I'm making everything out of a commercial kitchen, but my office is at my house and this room is loaded with boxes, bubble wrap and sauce. So uh, is that just killer? I mean, I walk us my through studio, it. My studio space is getting tight on me now. Like it's bandanas. I know that I'm gonna have a, a bit of a you know slower you got time bandanas right now too. in the winter. <laughs> oh no, man, you punk! Um, I got so it. You need some anyway. Yeah, um, the studio has been great. Like you know, I when I first when I got it back in June, July when we talked, I thought the space was gonna be too big for me for a very long time, and it's starting to look like I'm actually gonna be tight pretty soon. I with the amount of markets that I have, like. In the last like four or five months, I've sold north of like three thousand bottles of hot sauce. Ooh, that's amazing, so, dude! For Here's me to keep up with that kind of demand, that really it's amazing. it's insane. Like I have to cook a lot more. I'm you know getting help from other people to help me cook. I'm no longer alone in the kitchen. Most nights it's me and another girl, but I two people in the kitchen, it doesn't cut it anymore. I need three or four people to work with me to be able to keep up with that production and demand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just need more empty bottles, more shelf space for like more merch, more stuff, more tents. I have this weekend coming up, for example, I have five markets all on Saturday and I have two on Sunday. So like, and October is looking like that for me for every weekend. That's every amazing. Saturday of October, I have one, I have six markets on the same day. So for you to be able to like provide sauce for all of those markets, just it's insane. Like I'm bringing 10 to 15 cases per, per market. Yeah. Just, you know, and, if, and that's for the smaller ones. For the ones that I know, I have a cannabis festival this weekend and there's 250 <laughs> vendors that are already like sold out. And Let's last go, year dude. during COVID, they had like 20,000 people come through. So I'm like, I'm bringing everything I have for this weekend and just hoping to sell it all. And that's the thing, like, even if your website reads sold out, sold out, sold out, if you send out a newsletter, let everybody know the the anticipation of a new product, that's never a bad thing, man. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. Sell it yeah. out, buddy. Crush it. We're you not know, fucking producers. We can't keep up, so that's a good feeling. It's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. I've been doing a lot of, like, little networking events because, so, little secret here. When does this go out? <laughs> uh... Right. Soon, sooner, 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 later. Yeah, for sure, sooner. Definitely sooner. Anywho, so Faya is starting to look more like a full-time job than just a side gig, right? We so, were going. We're gonna lead into that and bust <laughs> your balls and hopefully you gave us some juicy details. Sorry, that's a juicy one. I, I'm still not paying myself anything. All my employees are getting paid. My warehouse is getting paid. I'm buying equipment. I'm buying ingredients. I'm paying for my kitchen. I'm paying for everything. I'm looking into building my own commercial kitchen. We will talk about that in a second. Like those plans are still going. Um, and I've built this little empire, like I like to call it, working part time, working Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays when I'm cooking, because I cook on Mondays. 
if I throw myself into this full time, I can, you know, exponentially grow and like spread the sauce even further. Like I want to, you know, dominate the tri-state area. I want to break out of Pennsylvania and like go other places. It's, you know, crazy. When do you think, I mean, is that months out, like, you know, a year firmly out, but I mean, yeah, do you have like personal goal? I, I want to be, I want to go to New Mexico or Freeman. When you and I go to New Mexico, that's it. I, I will too. Even if I have to like found a little extra work afterwards um, to keep up because it's still not like prime market season for me, but I'm feeling very confident because I mean, Billy working in restaurants, I always mention this, you can work like 60, 70 hours a week for someone. What does 40 hours a week for you look like in anything you do? Even if you want to make like fucking paper airplanes mm. and sell them on Etsy. If you go hard at it for 40 hours, you will make money. I mean, people have like a disposable income. So it's just about working yeah. for yourself yeah. and that financial freedom. It's, and I do want to get back to Albuquerque, but one thing I wanted to ask Roddy is, do you have any kind of like business experience? Like, 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 do you know from like past experience how to grow a business or is this all like coming to you? Like as you go, my dad has been a businessman his whole life. Okay. So I grew up in a household where my dad was a salesman for multiple companies oh, yeah. throughout his okay. entire life. <clears throat> so I grew up seeing that kind of environment, um, always. And I've taken a little tips and tricks from my dad. And as I talked to him a lot about it, um, and he's guided me a little, but his business and like everything he did was in a different country. Mm -hmm. So the legalities of things are different. The laws are different. Mm. Uh, speaking into laws, for example, like in how it can vary from city to city, state to state. I had a taco festival that I'm pretty sure we talked about last time I was in the podcast in New Jersey and the county that I was, the, the festival was going to be in wanted me to have my own facility. They wanted, they were not accepting the fact that I was working at our commercial uh, kitchen. Uh, like a rented commissary they're like oh the, the food license for this for this place has to be under your name where is your name on the title of the place i was like it's not mine i rent this commissary they are a commissary kitchen and they rent out to a lot of people and they're like no where is your food license like approved kitchen and i was like i don't have that they're like then why are you making sauce how are you making sauce is the fda inspecting your your product yet and i'm like what yeah I was like, I, I, I want to get inspected by the FDA, like I did all this other stuff, but like my city doesn't require all these things for me to for me to, to be able to sell sauce. And they're like, well, you can't come here and sell sauce. And I was like, what do you, what do I need to do in order to be able to sell sauce at this festival? And they're like, you need to get your own kitchen. You need to have your own like uh, inspected facility and process and stuff. And I was like, what the hell? Like no one has ever asked me for that. Like I checked with the health department. I even called the health department of Philadelphia and I was like, hey, these people are asking me for this and they're like, you don't need that. Like you're a small guy. You're, what you're doing is fine right now. Everything's great. And I was like, can you email me that? And they're like, yes. And they emailed me it. I sent that to the people in New Jersey and they're like, no, fuck you. Like, if you don't have what we're asking you, don't show up to the, to the event because we don't want it to get ugly. And I was like, oh, all right, like, that's fine. Like you're doing so your due just, diligence. You're doing what's required. Of course. I mean, it's extremely costly to go through all that red tape. And if you don't need it, especially by just doing markets, you're doing your due diligence. Um, you're doing it the right yeah. way. Sanitation, pH. Um, yeah. Yes. I have, like, I, I made sure from the very beginning that I wanted to do all my stuff as legally well done as possible. I have all the permits necessary to be able to operate it within the state, um, to be able to cook, to be able to, like, you know, uh, have my certification to cook in the kitchen and, like, not get in trouble. Um, I have all my stuff you know, up to date, like everything is 
legit. Like I have events with freaking like the city of Philadelphia, like at city hall, I've had events already and I have more schedule with them. And like no one in my own city has given me any crap about it. But then the moment I went to a different state, they're like, yep, nope, don't come. I was like, Ooh, which makes me question New Mexico too. I'm like, wait, why do I need to go to New Mexico? <laughs> so we're, we're going to be getting an email. I imagine soon with all that, which I, I I'd imagine everything would be fine. Otherwise, yeah, it would, yeah. It, it would have to be because like I know it changes state by state and I know yeah. like every, once a year they change the list of like what's like where you can make stuff like for example here in California I want to say pretty recently they changed it was like pasta or like something that's always been on like the approved okay home list and they moved it to commercial kitchen which is like a big bummer because like if for the past three fucking years you've made it from your house and you're like you know crushing it or whatever like and here comes the city's like no we're gonna change it up on you it's like oh, well, it's like dried pasta well i'm not i don't think it was possible it was something like it was something very simple like it's always been on that make up homeless for like the longest time like i've seen it there yeah, like forever. breads or baked goods or I any forgot. of that stuff for i would sure. have, to have to look but like i know they removed it they switched it up so i know they'll do like i know state by state it varies um but so and I know like the whole, the whole point of this show is like how it goes like Sam said from hobby to small business to like business and like I don't know like to me personally like when I say small business to business like when it's business by itself to me it means like it runs or like it's starting to run itself like efficiently like it's just becoming kind of like a well-built machine like not necessarily like a franchise or like making a million dollars a day but like just something like that runs itself so like how do you see your progression going into like that side of it? I think I'm moving from hobby into small business, okay. not yet at a business point because like I am every moving part in the company right now. I have people working in the markets. I have people who help me cook, but without me, it would not run itself. So, I do all the outreach. I do all like my marketing. I'm the one trying to get new customers for like retailers. I'm like, I'm, I'm the company doing everything. And I am trying to like get some kind of help, but it's really hard to find someone as passionate as you when it comes to your own product and company, um, who is willing to put a little bit of the work with the faith that you'll be able to compensate them better at a later time. Because the truth is that I can't pay someone full time. Like, Hey, I'm going to pay you $20 an hour, 80 hours a week, 80 hours uh, every two weeks. Like there's no way. Um, want to pay so, ourselves that essentially. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's still a reference. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really difficult right now to, I feel like the transition from hobby to small business to possible full-time small business is really tough when you have no money. Cause I have no money to throw at this. And like, I'm, you know, I don't come from a wealthy family or I don't have like, you know, a friend that has, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars who's just like, Hey, let me just throw it at you. You know? Nice. Um, so it's hard to make that transition because the truth is that to take the leap, you need funds, you need funds yeah. for advertising, you need funds for equipment, because if I go into it full-time, I want to make the process smoother rather than using my current pumping system. When I'm bottling my stuff, I want to have like a automatic automated flow air like thing that I'm still handling, handling myself. But instead of having like a lever per bottle, I want to be able to have something that flows easier into the bottle as I'm holding the bottle, you know, just to kind of like be able to produce more in a night. Um, it, it, people think that this happens like, I don't know, we're like, Oh, I want this. And then you get it. No, like, once you start looking into like upgrading your equipment, we're looking at tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, like it's the not kitchen that I'm looking thousand, at, it's like fifteen grand or yeah. twenty grand. It's like that's just to chop up vegetables. I'm like, holy fuck! Um, and then yeah. what you're saying, the next step to you 
because your system for filling is pretty efficient compared to mine, it would honestly be like automated or like a machine. And once again, that's, that's a mortgage. That's like a, a brand new house. I mean, yeah. You know, and, and I'm actually trying to, the whole thing with my brand specifically is I love, I'm passionate about the cooking part. I love being able to put my labels on the bottle one at a time myself. There's again, I cried almost when I made La Muerte, man. Like it was that good. Like the first label was all fucked up and you're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to be able to maintain that to a certain degree to say that my sauce is handmade, manufactured in small batches, even if I'm making like a thousand bottles a day with a small team of people. Everyone keeps telling me, why don't you just go to a co-packer already, you know, buy, buy the pallets and just have somebody else make your stuff and like whatever. And I'm like, I don't want that. I, I want to stay connected to the company. I know a lot of sauce makers. Have you looked at the Toby Toms, for example, this guy in like yep. the UK? That guy's killing it. He, and he crushes has his own everything he thing. makes. Yeah, he crushes everything dude, he makes, dude. He owns the game. Trust yeah. me, that guy's What's bananas that again. Tubby, Tubby Toms. Toms. Tubby Toms. I'm not sure. B-B-Y Toms. Sam, this, Look okay, this, Sam, this fucking definitely guy. Definitely not like a co-packer, but so like he's trying to do it the best he can. He'll, so. he'll, he'll be in his warehouse, like he, like literally Instagramming, like, look, we're packing like like 10,000 bottles right now of this shit we just made yesterday. Yeah. We, he's like, we just thought of it this morning. We're making it right now. It's like, this guy's insane. All right, I got to try this shit. His first thing on his thing says, voted best in the world. He, he's, All right. He, he's crushing try this yeah. shit. And, and, cool. and I'm, I'm so glad you brought him up because like, this is why I love having like Roddy on. Like he brings like the other side of it, like the real side of it, right? Like this stuff costs money and like money doesn't just like come, right? It doesn't grow on trees. It doesn't come out of our pockets. It doesn't come out of the laundry machine mm-hmm. when our clothes are clean. So like, like th- there's a reason like this stuff is like, you know, 15, you know, 20 bucks as opposed to like the store hot sauce or store sauce was like a buck 50 respectable to them. Like so they crush it too, but it's like, there's a big difference for that. And like t- taking a leap of faith, I would, me personally, Roddy, I would say you're like moving towards business because like, sure, you're still in touch with the company, but like six other guys are going to markets for you to work your booths and your product, right? And it's like, still, that's awesome. well, yeah, whether that's a six man team or like six person team or a 60 person team, like that's still somewhat of like, like I'll put it this way. While you're at the market, you're working, you kind of don't have to worry about the other six because you know someone else is like doing it and like taking, like it's running by itself to some degree. So I think you're really making that step, dude. Like it's exciting, man. I think like uh, one foot here, one foot here, like, you know, I'm like in both places at the time. Um, and like going back to what you were saying about how much you produce and like why the cost is the cost that it is. Um, I watched recently a documentary about uh, Tabasco mm-hmm. and this was like nine year old documentary. And back then they were making 700,000 bottles every day. This giant machine making like a hundred mm-hmm. bottles a second. I'm like, dude, this it's easy when it's just there's... salt, chilies, and vinegar. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I wish my shit was that easy or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the whole, like, it's fermented for three years, these barrels, and they like they just process it. It's crazy. They, But again, like, you know, how long has Tabasco, Tabasco been in business? 100 years, maybe? Yeah, like, longer? Like yeah, they're like the grandfather of hot sauce. Like, yeah. you know. They initially, like, started it all. I used to go there a ton as a kid to the factory in the Avery Islands. Um, and it was just, you know, back in the day, somebody grew a ton of peppers. They didn't know what to do with it. Um, essentially, I guess some salt water or something got involved in it and helped preserve. They blended it up, threw some vinegar in it. And then it's like, oh, shit, this is awesome for just bland, boring food, essentially. Um, so, yeah, they, <laughs> hey, they might have started it, but uh, they ain't finishing. 
Yeah. yeah. No, no, definitely not. But like, it's it's a good point. Like, think about it, if they make seven hundred thousand a day, I'm thinking they sell at least like four hundred thousand a day, probably around the world. Like, that's insane. Four hundred thousand bottles mm-hmm. of anything. I don't even think people sell four hundred thousand bottles of water a day. Like, that's insane. That's crazy, dude. No, that's killer, dude. So yeah, outside of that, um, I guess do we want to talk more about you know 2022 goals outside of you know obviously Albuquerque, which uh, let's just hold, fingers crossed, make sure there's no like tight rope we need to walk across um, coming out of state to Albuquerque because everyone does it. I can actually speak out to a couple people that have done it previous years and touch base. Um, what else are like big personal goals from you? Obviously, working full time for yourself with by a company. Albuquerque, um, any other major shows, uh, big events? What, what, what would be amazing to end the year of 2022? To end the year? Honestly, <laughs> like my goal for 2022 is I want to go to New Mexico at Freeman, working for myself, and coming back from New Mexico and working seven days a week for the remainder of the season because that's right around when, market, when farmer's market season opens up. Mm-hmm. And I know that as you're trying to make that transition from the small guy to the medium-sized guy, Farmers market shouldn't be my main goal, and I need to start looking into like retailers and supermarket products to get into a Whole Foods or something. Um, but by then, I want to have either my kitchen almost completed or already started, because I am outgrowing my time in the kitchen that I'm renting right now, and I don't want to keep paying more money renting somewhere when I'm moving all this equipment from one side to the other and then back. I want to be able to have my own manufacturing facility and just you know, make sauce all day long and just. Would it still be considered as the same facility you're at or at your studio? Because originally I thought you said they were going to possibly build something out for you um, in that same area, or would you be looking for another location? So now I'm looking for to keep the studio that I have as just an office space and have my meetings there and probably like a, a fulfilling center or like for online orders. And then like the kitchen, the room that I'm going to build the kitchen at is in the same building, but it is... 2,000 square feet. The one that I'm in right now is 600 square feet. And it's tight. You should see the one I'm in. Mine's probably like 100 square feet. It's like it's an office. It's tiny. But, hey, you can do a lot of things with that. 2,000, that's impressive, buddy. That's like automated, more function. That's 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 awesome. That's really good. The cool thing with kitchens like... is, like, size doesn't matter with kitchens. Like, we've seen the tiniest fucking kitchens crank out. Like, my shit's like 50 square feet. Like literally, like it's an oven and I turn around with my sink. Like literally, like it's just tiny. But like yeah, it's a cool thing. Like, and that's a difference, right? Like I'm in a tiny fucking like hut. Sam's in a commercial kitchen, and you're about to get a fucking warehouse. Like that's mine is tiny kitchen though. It's like yeah, we call it kind of like a McDonald's kitchen. Um, so when we pump out food for 250 people in the evening, that's like chaos where it should be controlled like 130 no more than that would be comfortable but yeah small space is just about using your space well but with that that, that big of a facility you can stretch man i mean yeah what i'm thinking is i want to go into it not hoping to outgrow it like in a year or so i want to start small and like to have the kitchen be big on me because i want to grow into it rather than like saying look my space already is like tight on me and i've been in it four months so I don't want to go into this lease for like five years and then in a year be like, holy shit, I need to break out of my lease and build a, well, if I have to build my, yeah. you know, like I need to buy a building now, whatever. Great. But I, I, I don't want to like put myself in that need right now. Even if I'm a little tight on money, like pushing my limits to like actually pay the rent and like whatever, I want to be able to have a bigger kitchen than I originally wanted. That's got to be like a major goal right there. Hell yeah. 
you should yeah. uh, you should have like a retail space in your warehouse so like people can come like pick up there. Vending machine. There's that's so, part so, of the plan. So have you have you guys ever had like it's it ice cream? Those like ice cream sandwiches. They're pretty popular. I don't know if they have one like in the Midwest or the East Coast, but like they're like the ice cream sandwich out here. And the factories like south of San Francisco, kind of. But the smartest thing they do is they sell them out of their warehouse. I think they're like four bucks at the store. They sell them for like seventy five cents at the factory. And people awesome. lie every day of the week, lunch and like after like five o'clock, they get lines at the door. So when he said warehouse, like the first thing I thought was like, dude, it'd be cool if like people could like stop by and like pick up like a sauce. Like it has like a little like retail shop, like merch, a little sauce, a little something, something. During the winter months, I actually plan on doing that. I want to open like Fridays at my studio there and just go. have people be able to like order and come pick up at the studio so that I can keep that kind of like flow going like, hey, come buy sauce at my, at my space. Like, you know, and just hang out, see the sauce, whatever, like talk for a minute get to like know me i get to know the people although like you don't want to know everyone it's like you don't know who's going to show up to your studio but <laughs> you kind of do give me yeah. hold on nice big dog all right and we're back i had a little technical difficulty there but yeah so yeah dude a fucking warehouse is no joke i think with a retail space it'll be super awesome you'll cut like i think a friday thing at your spot like be super cool come hang out Grab some food, grab some sauce. That'd be super sick. Look, the neighborhood spot. I'm man. actually trying to like make a little more pop-ups too. I've met some like uh, culinary friends who actually cook food to sell. Like that lady that Sam and I spoke with in our little Friday morning mm-hmm. talk. Um, she makes little like pop-ups and she she makes Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. So I want to make pop-ups with her and like help her cook and stuff and like use the sauce and like be able to like help out and do more stuff like so. It's going to be great. That's awesome, man. I think that's pretty cool. There's, like, a local brewery here that does that. They bring, like, this guy with, like, his little uni oven, and he just comes, like, cranks out pizzas and, like, yeah. get, like, a beer there. And it's not the best thing, like, but, like as far as, like, the food goes, but it's, like, it's, it's still cool. Like, you go with your homies, grab a couple beers. Like, it could be a couple hot sauce bottles instead of beers. You're chugging hot sauce. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Bill, you got some, uh, we got some cool... Cool uh, region-specific questions, maybe? Or I would originally ask a chef. So, cool. Anyways, this is going to be a new segment we're going to do. And, Roddy, you're going to be the first guest on. This is going to be... What should be the name of this, Sam? Ask a guest. Ask a guest. We'll think of something better later. We'll go with something um, later on. But... Yeah, what do you think it should be called, Roddy? We're going to drill you a little name bit. Name it. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to all right, we're just, I'm, uh, gonna, I'm just gonna call it uh, trivia blizzard. So, are these rapid, rapid questions? Hit me. No, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna ask some oh. questions. You know, general food trivia knowledge. You know, things that are Ooh. fun and interesting around the food region. I was trying to find I'm some. I'm a home cook, okay? No, no, you're good. You're good. Trust me, serious <laughs> as far as I go, buddy. And like maybe we're some, not Sam. Maybe some like dog food from a dog, but that's about it. So these are like <laughs> I tried to find some Philly questions, but. Um, Everything was about cheesesteaks, and I was like, yeah, like that's yeah. insane. I'm not going to ask you like, a question about cheesesteaks. So we found some uh, general food trivia knowledge, and it starts like this. All right. This episode is sponsored by the Fire Company. La Muerte coming out. Uh, actually, we're going to drop this pretty soon. So as you're listening to this, go on his website, order some. If it's sold out, message him, bother the hell out of him to make you some more. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. He is always actually, Roddy's cool. He loves for the people to reach out. I know like for me, I'm not a big like, uh, get like a million DMs, but 
Roddy loves everyone he could get, so go shoot him. Uh, shoot him like one of these emojis, the flexing emojis. He, I, know, I know, I know, those are always. I prefer the call me now hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first one, Roddy. Are you ready for this? Ooh, hit me. You Which... got. You about to like revoke my my Philadelphian license right now? <laughs> no, no. These, these are general. The Philly ones. I wasn't gonna go into cheeses, but these are general ones. Hey, hey. All over the world, the U.S., wherever. So which state? Uh, which is the only state that grows coffee? Ooh. There's a state that grows coffee. There's only one state in the country that grows coffee. It has to be a southern state. Am I close? I don't know. Like, I'm gonna say like uh, Louisiana. I don't know. Or Hawaii. Hawaii state. Hawaii. Pick an answer. You gotta pick out of those. Which one are you gonna go with? Hawaii. He got it right last second when he said when he said how do you go from Louisiana to Hawaii? That's insane. I thought I thought immediately the mainland, and I was like, it has to be south. It has to be a warm country, a warm state, and you know. And then I was like, wait, Hawaii is the warmest because it's out in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, it's, it's a tricky question because you see a lot of coffee from Hawaii, but you would never think right away. All right, second question: What's the world's most expensive spice? Ooh. Uh, is uh, fuck, tru- are truffles considered a spice? No. Uh, uh, no, that's not, not a spice. I don't know. I'm going to go up. I can't, I can't think. <laughs> so the world's most expensive spice is saffron. Saffron? Really? Yeah, it's insanely oh, yeah. expensive. I'm a pound ounce per ounce. Yeah. It's, it's insanely pricey. You know, I, I honestly want to say by weight, it's even more costly than truffles. Yeah, it's it's insane. The way it grows, like... I think only like three or four strands are like in it, in like in a flower. So there's like in Turkey they have. I think it only that's why it only grows in Turkey. One pound of saffron could go up to five thousand. <laughs> and a lot that's of restaurants. Yeah, a lot of Indian restaurants use saffron too. So good for them. All right, next question. If you had to, I mean, this is kind of a guess question. What would you guess is the weight of the world's largest carrot? The weight of the world's largest carrot? Yep. 23 pounds. Oh, damn. You went overboard. Where's oh, my... sorry. Oh, I don't know. Like... I mean, uh, it's 10 pounds. Oops, sorry. 10 pounds. It's, pretty big, it's a pretty big fucking carrot. It's going to cure everybody's eyes. All right. Next one. Uh, let's see. Ooh, which country... Speaking of, like, farms and growing, which country is uh, is the host of the largest farm? Which country is the host of the largest farm? You're not on a time. I'm going to go with Colombia. Oh, no. You're way off. You, you want a real answer? Oh, you want another guess? Sorry. Is it not? Can I get a hint as of the continent? Uh, Asia. China? Yeah. So, I mean, so, so since that was obvious, can you guess how, how, many mil, how many acres is it? And I'll give you this hint. It's in the millions. <laughs> is it a rice farm? Uh... No, when I looked it up, it didn't say it was a rice farm. So like it's just general. I think it like supplies like most of Asia, honestly. Millions of acres? If you had to guess, how many millions would you guess of acres? Oh my god, I don't think I can count that high. <laughs> like five million acres, maybe. Oh no, it's, it's twenty-three million acres. I mean, that's Jesus insane. Christ. I could, you could grow everything ten times over. <laughs> Seriously, well, I know. Uh, I know, Roddy. You uh, you have to get going here shortly. Um, do some kid action. But if you don't mind, I want to cut in. I want to throw one last one at you. Uh, Wawa was founded more than 200 years ago as a what? 
<laughs> no, you can't put me on blast like that. <laughs> so Wawa is this great gas station convenience store. Bodega, it's it's everything you have to do. Wawa yeah. was founded founded as what originally? Yeah, two hundred years ago. Ah oh, man, that's it. Hawaii or something. <laughs> All right. An iron factory. An iron factory? Yes. What? I was going to say something like food related. Like, Nope. Weird as shit. Uh, anyways, Did you know right. that Yangling actually started as a, uh, an ice cream manufacturer instead of beer? I did not. Mm, interesting. Awesome. And they're, here, they're from here from PA. Like, that's yep. not like PA knowledge. You got me yes, really good with the wow on. <laughs> well, P- I, I didn't want to make you feel like a dick. PA comes out with a lot of stuff. Chocolate, I guess, ice cream and beer. That's awesome. Yeah, we have Hershey, uh, the Hershey manufacturing place here. We have uh, beer. We have coffee. Well, coffee, like, roasters and stuff. We have all kinds of stuff here. Awesome, man. We know you got a lot of good action there. I'm sure later we might have to touch base because our Billy is interested in maybe going to your turf to relocate. Maybe. And then you guys just bypass me yet again. So that sucks. Yes. I keep telling you that I'm gonna have space for you in my kitchen. So just, uh, you could put, dude, put me to work. I'll chop whatever it is you want to chop. Now, dude I, was, dude, I was telling Sam, I was like, I live in a 200 square foot studio. I pay like 1600. I was like, I'm trying to go to like the Philly, where it's like, see, look, see the face he made. Like it's crazy. Yeah, dude, dude I'm about to pay that for my kitchen, yes, my commercial yes, it's, kitchen. It's, it's, it's insane. I mean, I'm saying 200 square feet. I'm giving it probably like a good 25 like square feet, honestly. Like just you could live nice. in his commercial kitchen yeah, and pay him. Five hundred bucks, and they'd be like, "Dog, you get you tied." Yeah. Yeah. My current space that I have, the warehouse, is like six hundred and fifteen square feet, and I pay like five hundred and twenty-three dollars for it a month. Yeah, yeah, Billy can just live on the couch. So that's that's my goal yeah. for next year is like to like right now do retail, save a bunch of money, and move to the East Coast. Whether like Philly, Connecticut, like I just want to be somewhere in like that area because I know over there is. We'll like, wait for you here. here, my guy. Awesome, See, man. I, but I, hell I yeah, buddy, all up. We can let you get going, chase the kids. Um, I appreciate you coming on, man. Where if, if, I, want, if I want to buy some hot sauce, where do I go? Come uh, www.faya.com. Some asshole bought it and wanted to sell it for me for like $5,000. So faya.co goes for the fire company. So I took that. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram at faya.co as well. And just, you know, find me there and shoot me a message and I'll send you some sauce. Awesome, man. Right awesome. on, brother. What about you, Billy? You could get it at King Oil & Co. on Instagram and kingoilco.com uh, on the website. Uh, has everything there. You can find literally everything you, your dreams could possibly want over there. Awesome, Sammy? man. I guess, Sammy. you know, Sam Sauce on Instagram, samsauce.com. Um, sauce and all your other goodies. I got some shirts and hoodies that I've yet to even put on. Some custom bandanas that I've yet to put on. But if you're interested, send me a message. Take care, yeah. I'm gonna take one of your hands like tonight, like put that in the mail, and like I want a black one. It's like, great rest of the evening. Right thank on, you for man. having me, dude. Right, like, thank you for we'll, coming we'll on, do it man. again. We, we, we're awesome. gonna have to do it again. We have to do it again. There will be a third, awesome. Time. Yeah, in six months, like, you'd be like, <laughs> ah, I bought a building and I'm conquering the world. Yeah, next Fuck month, you, yeah, guys. I really hope so, man. I hope great success for everybody here. That's great. Right Thanks. On, I hope it's the same for everyone. We're all in it to make it. Let's do it. Awesome, guys. man. Well, take care, Billy. Always a pleasure, Roddy. You're my boy. I'll Cheers, catch you guys. guys later. All right. See you guys.